0: Listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. One of the days you've been waiting for since the end of August, I've got your Golden Bachelor spoiler. How about that? Finally, it comes to me. We will get to that. Also, going to talk about the video that I received last week in regards to Clayton's hearing number two. That took place on November 2nd. Well, Dave Neal has posted it on his YouTube page. We'll go over it a little bit, talk about what's going on. We have um, some more coverage in regards to Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, everything going on with that. The brothers played last night, Travis and his brother Jason, Eagles, Chiefs, Monday Night Football, and Kesha's in the news. We'll get to all that momentarily. All right, let's start off with this. You've been asking since basically once filming ended. I've had people accuse me of not caring about old people because I'm not giving the spoiler for Golden Bachelor. And why do you only care about the younger ver? Look, I've said it since the very beginning. I didn't even think I was going to get any spoilers for Golden Bachelor. And I didn't all season long until the final three. I found out who the final three was, and I found out who got eliminated at final three, which was Faith. And then I knew the final two before they even left for Costa Rica was Leslie and Faith. But I did not know if I was ever going to find out who the one he chose was. I've asked around. And... It wasn't until Sunday that I finally got something. So I can finally tell you now that in the finale, which happens on November 30th, there's going to be a two hour finale it is going to be just like the bachelor and bachelorette finale, where there will be a live aspect to it. They will be in studio so he can talk to the woman he dumped and we can and talk to the woman that he's with. And we can talk to the other people, the other women in the house, I'm sure, are going to be in attendance but I can tell you now, and I'm going to put it up on my Instagram story, feed, and Twitter account right after this podcast goes up, Gary got engaged to Teresa. They are still engaged, and we'll see what happens with their lives. You know, Teresa is from New Jersey. Gary loves his life in, what is it, Indiana. So we'll find out on November 30th, when they're live on the couch, exactly what their plans are, what they've been up to these last couple months. But Gary is engaged to Teresa, and it's funny because the first thing I heard once the season was over, and like I said, I hear things every season, the first thing I heard was he was engaged to Leslie. And then I was told, oh, whoever he picked, he's not with them anymore. He's dating some woman in Michigan. <laughs> I'm like, okay, really? <laughs> like, And again, it's just you, you. people send you this, and you kind of have to listen to everything, but when they don't provide anything to back it up, it's very hard to say, oh, yeah, that's it. I, I never would have thought, even if, I mean, I would have had to see some serious proof that he wasn't with who he chose at the end and he is already dating somebody else. There was no way. This guy, even if he doesn't even want to be with Teresa, he knows how beloved he is by America right now. The last thing he's going to do is not even last two months with the, women he cho- with the woman he chose at the end of this thing, and then he's going to pop up on the After the Fauna Rose and be like, yeah, I just met somebody else. Like, there's zero chance that he would do that. So, again, when I heard that, I'm like, whatever. But finally, this past weekend, on Sunday, I got what I needed to let you know that Gary is engaged to Teresa, and they're still engaged. So, we will see what they're going to do with their lives and I, I don't see Gary moving to New Jersey, and I don't really know what Teresa's going to do, but I know they're together. So maybe they carry this out a little bit, long distance for a little bit, and then they break up, or maybe one of them is going to move. I don't know. Uh, I just know that in Costa Rica, he chose Teresa. And you know you can ask, well, why did he choose her over Leslie? It just... I don't know. It's his decision. It's not mine. I don't care who he chose. I was just for two months trying to get you the answer. And now, thank God, finally, (laughs) I do not have to worry about being asked every single day, whether it's in an Instagram DM, whether it's left as a comment on one of my Instagram photos, whether I'm directly emailed saying, why do you not care about old people? Why is ABC paying you not to spoil the Golden Bachelor? It doesn't make any sense. I literally gave you the final two before they even left for Costa Rica. You knew it was Leslie and Teresa. But I even told you at that time, I have no idea when I'm going to get the ending. I didn't even think, honestly, I didn't think I was going to. I thought there was a chance, but I didn't think I was going to. And then on Sunday night, like the emails that I got. There were two emails that I got. Obviously, I'm not going to share them. I would reveal sources, but um, he's with Teresa and they're engaged. So there you go. I'm going to have it up on my Instagram story, my Instagram feed and my Twitter feed uh, momentarily. One thing that um, I talked about last week was the fact that I had gotten, because I requested a video copy of Clayton And his accuser's hearing from back on November 2nd in Arizona, it was sent to me via CD and there was a certain way you could view it. It wasn't just pop in a CD and hit play. You had to download a certain application on your desktop to actually watch it. So, and I told you last week, I'm going to try and find a way to post this. I don't even know how to post it on my website. So good thing is I don't need to do that anymore. Once again, Dave Neal to the rescue. Dave posted it on his YouTube page yesterday. It is an hour and 25 minutes long if you want to go check it out. And it was, you know, he already did a video covering the audio of the whole thing. But this is the video. So the one thing that Dave does do because he is currently in litigation with this woman because she is suing him is he blurred her face out. And I don't know what he did with the name when the name is mentioned in the cross-examination. I don't know if he beeped it out or what, because I didn't watch the video. I've already watched it uh, when I got the video, but I don't know how Dave covered it in his video. I just know the whole thing is up. So if you are interested and you want to see the video, Dave has it up on his Instagram page. And, you know, here's the other thing. As I've said from the very beginning, when she first went to the sun and told her story something that she chose to do didn't have to do it it wasn't mandatory if she never does this none of us know anything about this story and she never gets harassed she went public with the story first so unfortunately when you go public with something you have to suffer any consequences that come with it does do we want her to no no But you have to understand anytime you go public with a negative story about somebody, whether it's Bachelor Nation or any sort of way of life in this world, you go public with something and you call somebody out for bad behavior or whatever. Just know the Internet is not a fun place to be. So the second she did that, people came after her and then people started digging and they found holes, many holes in her story. But through all of this, myself and Dave Neal, we've never mentioned her name once, even though we could have. It's very easy to find. And now once the case went to court and she had to appear on a Zoom meeting both times for hearing one and hearing two, the judge clearly said her name. Her name is on the screen. Her face is on the screen. And yet still both of us are not putting her name and or picture out there. Just want to point that out. I think that's pretty important for somebody who claims that all we care about is tarnishing her and making sure people go after her, which couldn't be further from the truth. How many times have I told you on this podcast, I do not want any of you contacting her. If you don't know her name, don't go looking for it. If you do know her name, just leave her alone. There's no reason to go after her. She's already got enough issues as it is already. She doesn't need more. By trolls going after. I know it's kind of late because everyone's still doing it, um, but I, I, there's, I don't know what, what I don't know what else I can do. Um, again, it's kind of like when I tell people who are Toxic Bachelor Nation fans to just leave these contestants alone. You don't have to give your opinion in their comment section of a picture that they post, tearing them down, or sending them a DM telling them to kill themselves, or sending them a DM telling them what a horrible person they are. You don't need to do that. There's no there's nothing to be gained from that. Just makes you look like a complete asshole. Same thing here. No need to contact her. But with that said, go watch Dave's video to watch the uh, to watch the case, listen to the case, see how she was cross-examined, see how she answers questions when Clayton's lawyer goes after her, especially the questions where she says Basically, we are six months into your pregnancy and you have yet to show proof that Clayton is the father. And her response is, well, my samples haven't been determined yet. The process is still ongoing. It's like, okay, if that's your answer, that's fine. But it doesn't answer the question, how are you suing Clayton for paternity when nothing's been proven that Clayton is the father? And her answer is, well, the testing isn't done yet. So her answer is basically, but when the testing is done, you will know it's Clayton as the father. It's just asinine. And as I told you last week, I also responded to her and told her, I'm tired of her saying that we're not, we're not interested in the truth. Because if we don't report what she says every time she leaves in her email, well, then you must not be interested in the truth because we side with Clayton, or we tell Clayton side, or we say we believe what Clayton tells us. And I said, fine. Let me let let, let us see your truth. I'll have her come on the podcast. I'll do I'll have a conversation with her. And she's yet to respond to that email. I even followed up again and said, I'm very, very confused by what you're doing here. I don't understand why you keep getting mad at me and Dave for saying you're not allowing... Uh, no, when you say you, I'm saying it as her, she's telling me and Dave, you guys aren't interested in the truth. Then I come back to her and say, okay, then tell us your truth. What is it? No response. So, you know, I mean, again, the walls are caving in here. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't even know what's going on with the family case. I don't know why a court isn't forcing her to make sure her paternity test is done. Apparently she's taken two. Neither of them have shown, both of them have shown little to no fetal DNA present. The third one was lost in transit. So again, here we are, six and a half months pregnant, and she's yet to prove anything that shows, one, that she is pregnant, and two, that they're Clayton's, which is the whole point of why she went after him in the first place. She has said in numerous emails, I'm not interested in money. I'm interested in getting full custody of these children. Because Clayton is the father. Okay, well then, why isn't there any proof that Clayton's the father? You can't just say he's the father because I'm the only one who's had any sort of relations with, uh, he's the only man I've had any sort of relations with since March of 2022. Well, that's not even been proven yet. And number two, that's not good enough (laughs) in the court of law saying, well, he's the only guy I've been with, so it has to be his. Well, first off, let's go back to step one. How are you pregnant? You haven't shown anything that's provable. So a lot to get over there. I'm just saying like, this is what we're dealing with. But if you actually want to listen to the whole case from November 2nd, go to Dave Neal's YouTube, just type in Dave Neal YouTube. It's one of the videos from yesterday. It's an hour and a half long. You can't miss it. So go check that out if you're interested. This podcast brought to you by Ibotta. How does a free Thanksgiving sound? We're two days away. Ibotta is here to give you cash back and help make sure your Thanksgiving table is complete because who wants a turkey without gravy? Starting this month, for the fourth year in a row, Ibotta is giving you 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving feast. Just add the offers in the app to redeem for everything you need to make your Thanksgiving feast complete. All you have to do is shop at your favorite retailers and upload your receipt. Other apps give you points, don't amount to much. This isn't points. This is real cash back you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. You can also earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers, too, when you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, and Best Buy. Download the Ibotta app now and use promo code REALITYSTEVE to get 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting this month. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use promo code REALITYSTEVE. That's Ibotta, I B O. TTA in the Google play or app store and use promo code reality, Steve. It seems like there is a Taylor Swift update every day. Isn't there? I mean, you know, if there wasn't news happening with Taylor Swift, then I wouldn't report it. Now I would think after this weekend, she is done with her international tour until February. So the only times we're really going to probably hear any major stories involving her is when she shows up to uh, Travis's games between November and the end of January, however long the Chiefs last in the playoffs. So I would expect the stories to die down, but they are plentiful as we speak, as last night was her last in Rio de Janeiro, then she's headed to Sao Paulo, right? And, or was it Sao Paulo this weekend and Rio de Janeiro was earlier? I can't remember, but she broke a heel, I guess, on last night's show. Okay, whatever. Not real major news, but we've got the fact that she did not attend last night's Monday night football game between the Eagles and the Chiefs because she had to, yesterday's concert was supposed to be from Saturday, but Saturday got postponed due to excessive heat. She moved it to Monday, meaning she couldn't make the game. So uh, not a lot of coverage on the game yesterday. Won by the Eagles, 21-17. Chiefs were up 17-7 at half and then did absolutely nothing in the second half. And I wouldn't say Travis had a great game. He did catch a touchdown. We we will give him that. But had a major holding penalty, fumbled in the red zone, dropped a pass at the end of the game that would have kept a drive alive. You know. Probably not one of his better games. Has nothing to do with Taylor Swift. I know people are like, well, when she attends the games, he does well. Yes, if you look at the games that she's attended, he has done better in those. But uh, you know what's funny, though? <laughs> if the Chiefs like get eliminated early, because they've made the AFC Championship five years in a row. Ever since Patrick Mahomes has been the starting quarterback of this team, they have made the AFC Championship. I can guarantee you. If the Chiefs somehow don't make the AFC Championship this year, you can bet your ass that there will be a section of fans out there that will blame Travis Kelsey saying he's more interested in dating Taylor Swift than he is about playing football. I guarantee it's coming. It's not going to be true. Just because he's dating Taylor Swift doesn't mean he doesn't care about football. Football is this guy's main job. He's one of the best tight ends in the history of the league. Do you honestly think he's that swayed? And just is like, well, I really care about Taylor more than I do about football. No, but there will be a section of fans out there that I don't want to say turn on Travis, but will say, was his mind all there? Was he caught up in the hype of dating the most popular female artist of all time? There will be people that say that they'll be wrong, but they'll be out there. And I just, you know, and God forbid these two ever break up what that's going to turn into between Chiefs fans and Swifties. I don't want to be in the middle of that, but it's not going to be pretty. (laughs) I'll tell you that right now. The other thing uh, was, well, tonight on Dance with the Stars is Taylor Swift night. This is what I can't remember. I got to believe, I brought this up before once we found out that this night was happening where all the songs were going to be Taylor Swift songs. I got to believe at some point her whole catalog has been open to Dancing with the Stars, and they've used Taylor Swift songs in the past, right? They've never had a Taylor Swift themed episode like we're gonna see tonight. I know that. But I gotta believe they've had songs before that have played for dances. Like sporadic ones. They've had 30, what, 31, 32 seasons of that show? They've never had a Taylor Swift song, or they have. I I should probably should probably Google the answer to that. And the thing is I've watched every season of dance with stars and pretty much every episode. So, but it's just the amount of dances there are per season, the amount of songs per season. It's impossible for me to remember how many times, if any, they've used a Taylor Swift song, but I can't wait for tonight. Be interesting to see. There's probably going to be two group dances as well, because with only what, seven people left, eight people left and a two hour show, you got to have two dances. So that just means more Taylor Swift songs. I'm here for it. Can't wait. Tonight should be really really fun. Really looking forward to it. And did you see that Kesha performed over the weekend and you remember her song TikTok with the, you know, the iconic opening line of Wake up in the morning feeling like P Diddy? Well, P Diddy found himself in a little bit of hot water recently uh, when One woman accused him of physical abuse, and then it started, oh yeah, no, it's well known in the industry, but so many people covered it up. One of those things where all it took was one woman to come forward, and then we realized there's been a pattern of abuse, allegedly, in P. Diddy's history. So Kesha changed the opening lyric to her TikTok song, and when she performed it live, said, wake up in the morning feeling just like me, not feeling just like P Diddy or feeling like P Diddy. That was interesting, but I totally expect it coming from Kesha who had her whole ordeal saying that she was abused by that record producer. What was his name? Dr. Luke. Yeah. Dr. Luke. So not surprised that she did that, but definitely standing in solidarity with the woman who accused Pete? Diddy, But if I re- if I read correctly, once she accused him and filed a lawsuit, it was settled in one day. So he's no longer facing a lawsuit from her. I have a feeling more gonna come forward now, and say he did the same to her. I think uh, what's her face? Who was the one that's been on a shit ton of reality shows and was the uh, was in the group, the O Town group or whatever? What's her um, Aubrey O'Day? She's even come forward since. The woman last week did and said, "Yeah, this is exactly what I've been talking about for years, but nobody wanted to listen to me." So, I mean, can we say? I mean, I'm not surprised because we know this happens in an industry dominated by men, and they, for years, years, have taken advantage of women in the industry, and now we're starting to hear some stories over the last three, four, five years. So, um, but yeah, Kesha. Performed a song and changed the lyrics because she doesn't want P. Diddy as part of her lyrics. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review. Like I said, Gary is engaged to Teresa. It'll be up on my social media channels uh, briefly uh, after this podcast goes up. So, probably around 8 a.m. Eastern time. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Again, Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now if you want to check that out. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. See? Run.